0: Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Please go rate and review this podcast. I think that would be great. It's called The Dictionary. You can go find that. This is the last section of page 306. The first word is curl up. It is an intransitive verb from 1840. To arrange oneself in or as if in a ball or curl, as in Curl Up by the Fire, also is in Curl Up with a Good Book. Oh, that sounds just wonderful to me right now. Um, you know, I'm just going to post this little thing onto the tiki tackies, and we're just going to hit the button, and done. Ugh, so much sound. Oh, right. Um, ticky tacky. That's a good sound effect for this episode. The next word is Curly. My hair was getting pretty curly, because it was getting pretty long, and then I just got it cut yesterday. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not so curly right now. This is an adjective from 1598. One, tending to curl. Also, having curls, as in curly hair. Maybe if I find a good picture, I'll post a picture of me with my longer curly hair. It's very large curls, uh, but to, you know, to get to that length where it will actually curl like that, it takes a, a lot of patience, and it looks real bad in the middle. There, there's a there's a period of time where it just looks poopy, um, but it's it's fun hair. A lot of work though, so that's why I keep it pretty short. Number two for curly. Having the grain composed of fibers that undulate without crossing and that often form alternating light and dark lines, as in curly maple. So this is the grain of the maple tree. I want to see a picture of this. What what kind of grain? Fibers that undulate? Hmm, that sounds pretty interesting. Curliness is a noun. How much curliness does your hair have how much curliness is in that wood grain there are so many different types of curly hair from very very tiny curls to very very large curls my curls are on the bigger side it's not about the size of the curl tiki next is curly coated retriever curly coated has a hyphen. And then the word retriever. Noun from 1885. Any of a breed of sporting dogs with a short, curly, black, or liver-colored coat. I have never heard of a dog's coat being liver-colored. But uh, yeah, that's that's like a, like a dark brown, right? Isn't that what livers... Isn't that the color of liver? Hmm. Might even be a... I mean, I I would kind of think a liver might be a little green, but I think it's more on the brown side. I don't think dogs usually have green hair. Maybe we got to post a picture of a a curly-coated retriever. Yeah. Tiki-taki. Next is curly, and I think you would say endive. I don't think it's endive. I think it's endive. E-N-D-I-V-E. Noun from 1978, and the synonym is the word uh, frisée. Is that how you say it? F R I S E E, and there is an accent on the first e, down on the left, up on the right. Boop, doop, frisée or frisée. I think frisée sounds right, but I, on D, I feel like that's a, it's a, uh, it's a food or a plant or a. It's something. I know it. It's in my brain somewhere. It's it's not part of my regular day-to-day life, so it hasn't been ingrained. But it's curly. Tiki-taki. Next is curly top. Two words, noun from 1901. A destructive plant disease of beets caused by a single-stranded DNA virus that kills young plants and causes curling and puckering of the leaves in older plants i feel like there was a word not all that long ago that something in the seas that also was making the plants curly crispy maybe it was no not crispy that doesn't make any sense i think it was curly yeah it's i've read very many words so it's hard to remember but there was something like that i wonder if this is related um, the let's see the species, the species name of this DNA virus is Beet Curly Top Virus. Four words: Beet Curly Top Virus, of the genus Curtovirus, and then of the family Geminiviridae. Mm. Lots of stuff going on there. Uh, I started preparing for. The letter D. I started putting my post-it notes in the book so I know what dates each uh, section, each page uh, falls on. Uh, planning it out, and I got to to DNA. It was either it was either DNA, the acronym, or the all spelled out. I don't remember, but uh, there's a picture of a DNA with all these little circles and things, which I will when we get there. I will try to slightly describe it. But uh, yeah, it, was, it looked like an interesting picture tiki-taki next is curmudgeon yeah noun from 1568 number one is archaic and the synonym is miser just like an old old angry person number two a crusty ill-tempered and usually old man Is it usually because they're usually old, or usually because they're usually a man, or both? I don't feel like I've ever... I don't think I've ever heard of a woman being called a curmudgeon, although obviously they could be as well, if they're crusty and (laughs) ill-tempered. I think it's funny to describe a person as crusty. Curmudgeonliness. Curmudgeonliness. That is a noun. And just curmudgeonly... Is an adjective. The origin of this word is unknown. So that's interesting. Maybe we'll go to Etim online and see if there happens to be more information because I feel like there's got to be. There's got to be something. It, curmudgeon is not just a word that somebody throws off the top of their head to describe a, a miser or a crusty, ill tempered person. I can't wait to become a curmudgeon. tiki tacky. Next is cur, C-U-R-R, intransitive verb from 1677. And this is to make a murmuring sound as of a dove. So uh, is that the sound that a dove makes? when a, Do dove experts say that a dove makes a cur sound? Is it also like a pigeon? Is that a cur, a murmuring sound? Sure, I guess. Dicky taki dicky taki Next we have cura or curric. Looks like you could also say curric. It is spelled C U R R A G H. Or, instead of the G, you could put a C. So that's probably the one that would be curic. Curra or curic, I think. Noun. From the 15th century, a usually large coracle used especially on the west coast of Ireland. And I don't even remember what a coracle is. So maybe we just gotta quickly check that. Oh my god, I think I went straight to the right page. Um, Just have to... Find it over here, Cora. Here we go. Uh, A small boat in ancient times, frame wicker, covered usually with hide or tarpaulin. Uh, Yeah, I I literally went to the right page in one try. Um, So it's a it's a large coracle on the west coast of Ireland, and uh, that's that for that Cora. Yeah, that definitely seems like an Irish word. Tiki-taki, tiki-taki, Tiki-taki-tiki-takki-tick-tick taki-tak. Next we have current. C-U-R-R-A-N-T. I would kinda want to say current, but no, it's current. I think this is the fruit. Noun from the 14th century one. A small seedless raisin. Now wait a minute. A raisin is a grape. So is it a small seedless grape? Anyway, it is grown chiefly in the Levant. Levant or Levant? Not sure where that is. Maybe we'll learn. Seems French, possibly. Number two, the acid edible fruit of various shrubs placed in either the saxifrage or gooseberry family. It's placed in either the saxifrage, which is spelled S-A-X-I-F-R-A-G-E, saxifrage, or the gooseberry family. And then also a plant-bearing currants is also called a currant. Wow, okay, the genus name of this shrub is, would you say, ribes, ribes, ribes? Probably ribes, I don't know. This is a very, I don't know if we're using the Latin pronunciation here. It's just R-I-B-E-S. So the etymology is uh, Middle English. Raisin, it means raisin of courant, and it's all spelled different. Raisin is R-A-I-S-O-N, and then of courant is, well, courant is C-O-R-A-U-N-T-E, Courant, and that literally means Raisin of Corinth. So maybe the Levant is near Corinth, and maybe we need to put a link in the show notes that uh, gives you more information about where this is happening. tiki Next we have currency. Noun from 1624, 1A. Circulation as a medium of exchange 1b general use acceptance or prevalence as in a story gaining currency it's uh, it's gaining it's just being generally used it's gaining acceptance throughout the world and prevalence 1c the quality or state of being current as in currentness Uh, currentness, yes, current, N-E-S-S. Now, are we going to see that in here? Yeah, we probably no. Why not? Why won't we see that? Well, we actually will see uh, current, and then currentness is just another form of that. I thought it was going to maybe have its own entry. Okay, so 2A for currency, something as coins, treasury notes, and banknotes, that is in circulation as a medium of exchange. So it's all these forms of money that you can exchange for goods and services and uh, they're circulating around. It goes to one person, then it goes to a business, and that person uses it to pay pay for something else, and it just goes around and around and around. Yep, that's currency. 2B. Paper money in circulation. And uh, if you're using a lot of paper money, you might want to wash your hands afterwards. Just a just a little note there. To see a common article for bartering, what would that be? A common article that's not quote unquote money, paper money, or coins, or treasury notes, or bank notes. Um, you can. I think we need to get to a, a bartering trading society again. Ooh, is that thunder? Hmm. 2D, a medium of verbal or intellectual expression. That's currency. A medium of verbal or intellectual expression. Mm, I need some context for that one. Uh, that is it for currency. tiki tacky Next, we have current. So it's pronounced the same as the fruit, but this one is spelled C-U-R-R-E-N-T. This is the first form, adjective from the 14th century. 1A is archaic, and the synonyms are running and flowing. Hmm, I can't even think of how current is used for that. Running, flowing flowing current oh yeah i guess like if a water if a stream is running or flowing there it, there's a current of water 1b1 presently elapsing as in the current year or the current month or the current day it is currently elapsing it's it's happening right now 1b2 is occurring in or existing at the present time as in the current crisis i feel like there's always a crisis going on i mean i can't imagine this is going to change by the time this episode airs in early june but i mean there's the ukraine crisis and then the pandemic is still technically in some form going on so that's a crisis and there's probably many many more that i don't even know about because i feel like there's always something but uh you know Let's let's do what we can to stop these things from happening in the first place and then stop them going on right now. We don't need crises. We don't need people fighting each other for whatever reason. I feel like it's it's pointless. I mean there's a reason, but we gotta come we gotta we gotta fix it. I, I can't help it. Okay. One B three for current. Most recent, as in. The magazine's current issue. Two, this is used as a medium of exchange. Uh, Yeah, That's very similar to currency. Three, generally accepted, used, practiced, or prevalent at the moment, as in current fashions. Uh, You probably will never see me wearing the current fashions. Unless it's just to be silly. Currently is an adverb. Currently, I am reading this section of the book to you. And currentness is a noun. Uh, Let's see. This is from the... Looks like the Anglo-French verb, cour, spelled a couple of ways, or coura, which means to run running what is happening what is running right now what's what's the thing also from the latin verb curere and that me mean- uh, it doesn't say what that means but it probably also means to run and there's more at the word car because a car runs runs very fast you won't be able to run as fast as a car runs tiki 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 next we have the second form of current Noun from the 14th century, 1a, the part of a fluid body as air or water moving continuously in a certain direction, 1b, the swiftest part of a stream, 1c, a tidal tidal or non-tidal movement of lake or ocean water. Uh, I will maybe come back to this depending on where we've got. I don't know much about currents, just a little bit. 1D, flow marked by force or strength. 2A for current, a tendency or course of events that is usually the result of an interplay of forces, as in currents of public opinion tendency or yes that's definitely thunder Ooh wee a tendency or course of events i'm just rereading this uh that is usually the result of an interplay of forces so there's an interplay of forces that uh makes uh, the course of events happen the currents of public opinion okay to be a prevailing mood and the synonym is strain hmm Prevailing mood. Yeah. The what what is the mood? What is your mood right now? I'm not entirely sure how strain fits into that. Uh, strain. What's your what's the strain in your what uh, strain in your brain? Number three, a flow of electric charge, and then also the rate of such flow. Yeah, electricity is going to flow in a direction. I, I don't know enough about electricity, but it's going to flow in a direction, and uh, and also how much how much flow is there. So every piece of electronics uh, has a different sort of current, it's AC and DC, and uh, that's all I know. That's that's my electricity knowledge is tapped out. A synonym for everything is the word tendency. And then back to the water thing uh let's see a tidal or non-tidal movement of lake or ocean water i don't know how this happens it's probably very similar to wind in the air but for some reason there uh, there are currents in the water some of the water might be relatively still but then there's one part that just flows real fast for some reason um in the movie finding nemo there is a current, uh, I can't remember what they call it. There is there is a specific name for that one, but they, they're all throughout the world. And uh, it's just a, a section of water that just, phew, just it just goes. Uh, so if you're like swimming in the ocean, you gotta be aware of these tidal, these waters, these flows that just go quickly. You could get caught up into it and, and it's very bad. Um, and uh, yeah, again, I'm not sure how or why it happens, but it's pretty fascinating all right, we're almost at the end. tiki tocky, tick tick tock. Next is current assets. Two words, noun from circa 1909. Assets of a short-term nature that are readily convertible to cash. It just, uh, it's just—it's like, hey, give me some cash for this thing. I got my—I got my current assets right here. We got one more for this episode. Tick tocky. It is curricle, yeah, curricle. C U R R I C L E. Noun from 1752, and it is a two-wheeled chaise usually drawn by two horses. It's like a, it's like a little um. Uh, I was gonna say chariot, but uh, kind of like a chariot, but I'm thinking more of a what are they, what are they, just a, you know, the thing, you know, it's the thing, where you sit in the thing, and then it gets pulled, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, yeah, not a big fan of the horses pulling these things, but it is, well, okay, here, etymology, it is from the Latin curriculum, which looks like the word curriculum, which means running, or chariot, two wheel chaise, so you're just hanging out in it, and then the horses pull it, I guess, all right, so in this episode, we had Curl Up, Curly, Curly Coated Retriever, Curly dive, Curly Top, Curmudgeon, Cur, Cura, or Curric, Current, Currency, Current, Current, Current Assets, and Curricle. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I think... I may. I was tempted to pick curmudgeon because I just, well, A, I think it's a fun word, and we don't know where it came from, and uh, I think, you know, not that curmudgeons are like the most nice people in the world, but I think they're kind of funny, Uh, but I think I'm going to pick curl up as the word of the episode because it sounds really great to just curl up by the fire like a cat or a dog and maybe with a good book or just nap. Gonna curl up by the fire with a book. Oh, yeah. That is it. That's it. Um, Let's see. It's been a little while since I recorded. Um, so, quickly, I can say I watched some movies. Last night with my family, I watched, because uh, my niece wants to watch all the Spider-Man movies, we watched the first of the Andrew Garfield uh, movies, The Amazing Spider-Man, that was fun. I hadn't seen that one in a while. And we watched recently Super Bob. Highly recommend Super Bob. Definitely go check that out. Uh, Gremlins 2. We rewatched Gremlins because we, Sharon and I hadn't seen that since probably we were kids. And uh, it's just bonkers crazy. After you watch it, you have to uh, watch the Key and Peele sketch about it as well. I don't remember if I mentioned this, but I don't think I have. Um, probably seen some other ones but uh, those are those are the big standouts in my brain oh yeah uh, okay well I think that's a fine place to end this I hope I hope that uh, one of the last couple of episodes had a guest I don't know because I haven't recorded him yet but fingers crossed that it happened Um. quickly I must say rate and review share and subscribe find me on social media at dictionarypod or at speedjampar. Go watch this on YouTube. Join the Patreon if you want to spare a few bucks my way. You get episodes real early. Google Voice, call it, leave a message, email dictionarypod at gmail.com. You can write a short little intro song ditty thing, 10 to 15 seconds. It's all You know, you know all the stuff. Just have fun with it and listen. Just share it. Tell people about the show and go buy some merchandising. Hey that's it, I gotta that's all I gotta say for you. This has been Spencer Dispensing information. Goodbye.